Hi, and welcome to Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice, the show that offers the loved and the unloved a chance to learn from experience and interesting feedback and maybe learn something as well. I'm your host, Brent Constantine, and with me today is Christine Bordelin. Hi. Christine, we got a lot of positive feedback about the first episode that we've released out there on podcasts. That's great. That's so awesome. Aw, thank you very much. Yeah, people have been calling me. Whoa, calling. Well, (laughs) friends that I knew beforehand and had my number. I'm not going to post my number on this podcast. I'll tell you that right now. I'm sure you could talk about that as from a crime point of view. Absolutely. People are really excited about podcasts and dating. And I think both of them are just so big right now that uh, it's the perfect time to really combine them in a way that I think arguably no one has ever done before. Also, I mean, thinking about true crime as well, it's a great time to insert that too. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, a triumvirate or a trifecta or a, the a holy trinity, <laughs> yeah. like uh, lots of triangles and stuff. Yeah, that's interesting that all of those things, um, I think, have three in them, which I'm not sure if yeah. you were. Oh, you were. Okay, that was something you were. That- was you're doing what, why yeah. I said that. So we've got a lot of great dating advice and expert opinions on today's dating tips and tricks and expert love advice uh, as the podcast. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have now messaged in and they said, how can I save my uh, relationship or, you know, improve it? Or could I get a wow. tip or trick? Oh, what an honor. It is, I think, uh, as the host and as the guest, uh, me and you, mm-hmm, we both have really yeah. important roles, I think, to play and a lot of responsibility, which is something that I didn't really factor in. As sort of like a co-host, I feel like I do have a lot of um, uh, responsibility mm-hmm. to, you know, give give good advice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you were the co-host of this show, um, I think that that would be definitely true. As a guest, I think that some might say it's even more important because each week that you're on the show, you have to sort of justify being invited back for another episode. I mean, I think that uh, I love to be competitive. Um, Well, that's not true. I don't like being competitive, but it's something that I really want to get better at because I think in relationships... I think competition uh, can be healthy, you know, Um, like if Mm -hmm. like you and a friend both are interested in the same person, then you can sort of like compete to see who gets to go on the date with them, you know, or who sleeps with them first, who. So this is interesting from a woman perspective uh, is why I appreciate you're on the show. So you're telling me that that's a very common phenomenon is when women date the same man and have to get them to that final stage. What? Well, what do you say? I thought you said you're competing to get the man to say that I love you before he says it to your friend. Yeah, I mean, if we were to do that, then that's how we would do it. But I mean, like, I've only done that when we're dating two separate guys. And then we start dating them on the same day. And then oh. it's kind of like, like, uh, sorry. Yeah, we wouldn't do that with the same guy just because, like, obviously we um, wouldn't want, like, sloppy seconds um i never thought about that i mean it's interesting that you'd still continue even though 
you know, I guess I guess someone has to get that silver medal. I guess when you're at the Olympics and you're running the hundred yard dash, mm-hmm. you don't just stop when someone's got the gold. You have to keep going. And I guess and- that's what you're saying is that you still consummate that relationship. Oh yeah, even after your friend. Well, I mean, you're feeling all, you're feeling all the fe- all, all of those feelings for real. You just have to be mm-hmm. the type of per- people who like are constantly. Um, like getting into long-term relationships, which we both are. So it works out great. Although I've been single for a while now. Yeah, me too. It's been, I mean, as we've both discussed on this podcast as experts of, of tips and tricks uh, and life, like expert love is by, mm-hmm. is that love advice, excuse me, is that we've dated so much yeah. and, you know, we've been such good friends for, for such a long time. And that's yeah. why I thought it was a great idea for us to start this podcast because we're both single we both have evenings free most of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I have Uber deliveries, but other than that, like we've got so much time on our hands. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I have been going on some dates, obviously. Oh, really? Y- yeah. I, I didn't. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, once <sighs> in a while, you know. Um, I actually went on one this week that uh, I don't know what? went pretty good. What? Yeah. We're get- Where did you go? What? What is this? We just went for a walk. And but like, I thought, Who is public this? place. What? Mm-hmm. You- <laughs> who is this? <laughs> what do you mean? Who is this guy? He's just well, a who's guy. Who's the guy? Who- How'd you guys meet? At this public place? Uh, actually, we were introduced by a friend. Do you know Sarah? No, who's Sarah? So Sarah is, I mean, we've been friends for a really long time. We went to university together. And she works at mm-hmm. a brewery. And I went in to say hi and pick her up after work. And then uh, she works with this guy. And she introduced me. And he's going through a breakup right now. So he, you know, is trying to, like, put his feet back into the ocean um, and date again. And so, yeah, we went on, we went mm-hmm. on a walk. Um, yeah, it was really long though. You know, like we, I only thought it would be an hour and a half, but yeah, we were there for like three hours just talking. It was cool. Oh, what park, what, what park did you guys go to? Oh, well, we went down to the seawall and looked at the water. You know, that spot that you showed me, uh, maybe like a year and a half ago, the little like rock Mm -hmm. spot that you have to walk down through, through the bush. It's very private. Yeah. We, that's where we went. Yeah, I took the, him very, there. The private rock. Yeah, I took him there and he really liked it. Well, the, okay. Um, uh, that was sort of, I mean, that's sort of like, I thought as friends, I thought that was kind of our, I, I, I understand it's a nice spot. I think maybe you could tell him not to show that to anyone though. I mean, I don't think, it doesn't sound like it's going to work. He works at a brewery. Well, well, um, but that's so cool. It does, what does he do? Does he own the brewery? No, he's just a server. How old is he? 34. Okay. Yeah. Maybe just send him a message and just say, hey, like the next chick he brings down to the water, like not to go into the bushes at that specific area. Well, I mean, maybe just throw him, throw him a text or something. I mean, hopefully the next person that goes down there with him is going to be me again, but also it's a public, public place. So I can't tell him not to go there. You think your second date's going to be at that same park? Well, it's by his work. Okay, well, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so you th- you think there might be a second date then? I think so. Yeah. I mean, on my end, I'm into it. I don't know about Danny, but we'll see. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, what kind of vibe did you get off him? Like, was he looking at you at all? Like, did he make eye contact at all? He was making the three a lot. Hours you guys are hanging out. Yeah. I mean, he was also looking out at the water quite a bit, so, but so was I. That was kind of like a thing mm-hmm. we were doing. Um, was okay. Just, what was out there? Um, boats. Um, yeah. uh, Science World. Um, yeah, just a f- uh, kayaks. Lots of um, water stuff. Someone had a dog on a boat. So a lot of stuff to look out there, I guess. So you guys just kind of stood over by the water and just looked out for three hours. Well, huh? well, we sat. Did you talk at all? Yeah, we talked the whole time. Well, what did you guys talk about? I mean, just like life, like funny stories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He talked about his yeah. ex quite a bit. Um, oh, really? And then, yeah, and just like our plans for future, that sort of thing. Your plans for your plans for the future? Mm-hmm. Like individually or together? Well, individually. I mean, it was a first date. That would be pretty f- creepy if he made. I know exactly. <laughs> I can't believe this guy was <laughs> making plans with you well, like further on for a second date in three hours. Well, yeah. I mean, we did make out. So what? Yeah, Christine. I thought when we, I thought when we started this podcast, we agreed to stay single while we. Well, we didn't have sex. You did so. You made out. Yeah. What of when did you guys start? At what point in the three-hour date? Like I would say, maybe like thirty minutes in. You made out while you guys were staring out into the water for two and a half hours. I mean, we would take breaks to talk and drink a bottle of wine. Well, I hope you know for your sake things go well, but for the podcast sake, I hope things end pretty quickly here. And I just want to. Um, you know, give a big shout out to Boston Pizza Express, which is hosting oh, our yeah. very first dating tips and tricks and expert love advice speed dating event. And that is only five weeks away. Okay. I And I will be single for that event. I'm going to make sure because I'm going to participate. Okay. I thought we talked about this. And, and I said it. I will. Okay. Well, but I thought that maybe some of the emails I'd sent you might have swayed your decision to um, maybe just give some tips and tricks and like we talked about, you'd walk around and kind of tap people on the shoulder or the head and then say like this, yeah. adjust your body. I just think it's more interactive. Well, I think that's pretty interactive. You're t- you're touching, you're tapping them on the, the head. Yeah, but if, them some if I'm part of the speed dating, then, you know, that's really like uh, getting in there in the trenches. I feel like that will be really great for the podcast because then I'll be able to talk about it afterwards and be like, Oh, I really liked when this guy did this or um, when this guy said this, you know, or, oh, don't do that. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, like I appreciate that you're keeping things pretty open, pretty loose, and you're willing to just, you know, none of these dates that you have mean really much, no matter how far things go. So I do appreciate that Mm -hmm. and that you're you're willing to just kind of, you know, put yourself out there again and again and again. What do you mean? So the Boston Pizza Express still being kind of put together downtown Vancouver location has changed. So now this is going to be on the east side of the city. Uh, it turns out there was some sort of burden, build, build, building permit or something that they needed and uh, they weren't allowed to open a restaurant there. So that location is becoming a full locker express and the Boston Pizza Express is uh, more on the east side towards... Um, sort of the Hastings Sunrise area if you're familiar with Vancouver. And if you're not, 
definitely, you know, if you're flying in for the event, just let us know and maybe we can make you a little special name tag or something. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely, there's going to be food. Um, we're not sure what kind. You know who has a great buffet? The casino. Right. My my dad used to take me there all the time. Mm. And they let your kid eat there while you go into the um, playing part. Yeah. How many times did your dad leave you at the casino? Well, he didn't leave me. He was there. Okay. But like how many times did we go for dinner? Mm-hmm. I would say like once or twice a week maybe. Okay. You get a pasta there for like $4.50. Well, you add the amount of sauce you want because, I mean, it is still a buffet, but you're only allowed to go to the pasta station. The full buffet, I think, is like 12 or $10. I highly recommend yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's really interesting perspective for sure. And that's why I appreciate you on the podcast is that impact that our family has on our love experiences later on in life. A lot and of serial killers kill people because they look like their mom or their mom did something to them or their dad or something. And then they mm-hmm. kill people that are like, um, remind them of them. I think that honestly, Christine, it's a bit of a bummer that... Um, you know, bringing, bringing these things up. And I think that what we want is, I think it, I think people want to be, um, you know, boosted up with, uh, love tips and tricks and not weighed down by sort of this murder talk and this dark. And I think that that's might be part of why you're single still is that, you know, you're so obsessed yeah. with, well, okay, well prove me wrong here is, uh, that you're so obsessed with the gruesome details of, no, it's just like, it's in the uh, the world, you know, like it's just out there and like you hear these things. And also like I could not be single if I wanted to right now. I could text Danny right now and he would come over and we could have sex right now and then I wouldn't be single. Well, how do you, well, actually that's, you know, that's interesting perspective, Christine. And I think that mm-hmm. I think you've seen this time and time again, you know, when we've been friends is that, you know, you're racing, racing to the end of that road and you get there quite fast and then uh oh you're at the red light they've got a green and they're they just keep on driving i don't know if that's happened to me a lot i don't know christine it seems to happen just over and over well, again. i think i'm just i think i'm just a friendly person I, that's pretty friendly well i can't nod if i've invited them over mm-hmm. my rule is if i've invited you over mm-hmm. i'm willing to have sex with you it is a lot of work you have to get all your roommates out of there although obviously yeah like you can always change your mind obviously but um, I usually don't. I know. Yeah, that's what you, you talk about that a lot on, uh, you know, online. I'm very open. I know. I know. Some of those photos are a little too revealing, mm-hmm. I think, when they're asleep. But gets a uh, lot of likes. So the Boston Pizza Express coming up in only five weeks. We've got that speed dating event. Uh, you can get your tickets online right now. They're uh, $65. That's the early bird price. And with that, you get a big party package which includes one glass of wine one noisemaker and one uh bulletin board sized card that keeps your ideas and hopes uh for what you want in the future we give you a bit of magazines and you can cut through those and put them up on the board and then you kind of walk around with that and pull pieces of other people's boards off put them on yours and that's sort of a conversation starter that we've been thinking yeah and that is the day that my abstinence will end so if I match with someone really well, like I am, it could go really well for that person. So I'll see you there. We've got a lot to talk about today. We've got a lot of questions. 
And so I'm gonna pull up Exciting. some of those here. Okay, so here's our first question. I am a 41-year-old woman who has been divorced 10 years. After a long absence from a relationship or dating, I met a man who is two years older than I am. He is extremely well-mannered and sensitive. We share many interests and values, and best of all, he makes me laugh. There is one issue, however, that deeply concerns me. He is a lousy lover. He doesn't even like to kiss. This makes me sad because I think kissing is an important part of foreplay and particularly important during romantic moments. I now find myself holding back when I am intimate with him and becoming more inhibited as well. After sex, I'm left feeling frustrated, unsatisfied, and sad. I don't like to put so much emphasis on sex, but I think I deserve more wow. consideration. Well, I mean, obviously, break up. Sex is very important in a relationship. And if he sucks at sex, like if he's not even kissing, come on. She obviously likes to kiss. Yes, so I definitely agree with you on this one. Um, I definitely think for this one, it's it's definitely a breakup. Definitely your 41-year-old woman, you divorced 10 years, and now you are just having this, this pathetic, kissless sex. The kiss is really the the opening part of you know the sex. The kiss is sort of like check your ticket and get on board. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and like I wonder how good he is at other types of foreplay if he can't kiss her. You know, it's pretty rough. I I would say yeah, just walk away right now. Meet someone else that's more like you. He'll meet someone who doesn't like sex too or is bad at it too. And then they'll work together. She's only 41. That means she got a divorce at 31, which means she got married at like what? Like 25? That sucks. I think that that math probably, yeah, adds up. And probably her last husband was just, you know, kissing the hell out of her. Yeah. And she's like, I, I, I can't, uh, can't deal with this. And now she enters the real world and there's these, uh, these creeps out there. Yeah. Who, Why not just be friends? 43-year-olds. Yeah. I think that, you know, if you can't kiss and you're just you're just having sex with no kissing, like, you know, what's what you're doing, just biting each other or something? I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Well, you know, this guy that I was just making out with, I have never had someone who better knew how to use their mouth on another person's mouth. Like, I feel like maybe I could invite him to the event and we could um, discuss. I think he would be actually a good expert to talk to about that, something like that. Okay, uh, do you wanna read our next message here? Oh, it'd Christine? be an honor. Okay, um, here we go. Jerry and I have been married for five years. It's a second marriage for both of us. I'm naturally a positive, upbeat person. Jerry is stubborn and grouchy 90% of the time. He picks apart every little thing and looks for reasons to pout or be mad. I'm usually relieved when he goes off to do something without me, just for the peace I get while he's gone. I've tried everything I know to help him, but it's very tiring trying to cheer Jerry up. I've come very close to leaving him twice in the last two years. Wow. How does a woman with a positive attitude live with a complaining, nagging man who seems hell-bent on inflicting everyone with his negative attitude? Wow. That's wild. You know, there's mm -hmm. a woman in Wyoming who killed her husband because he nagged too much. 
she shot him in the chest um when he was watching tv and then when the cops came in she was he, they were like why'd you do it and she's like he just kept nagging 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 use that word so definitely for this one i think that it's a it's a breakup yeah. i think that maybe the issue is you i think that 90 percent of the time he's upset and seems like the common denominator in these in this scenario is that you're involved there so i think that maybe jerry might be better off uh with a different partner and jerry if you're listening and i think you probably are is just you know it's time to it's time to kind of break up and and find someone who can better handle you yeah like she is saying she has a positive attitude but then she's writing this which is pretty negative so i'm i agree with you i think jerry needs to get out of there Maybe he's not in a good mood in her eyes because, you know, she's being annoying. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you like to talk about the murdering all the time. And mm -hmm. I think that a lot of the time it's these these triggers. And, you know, there is in some countries uh, a justified murder in, in France. It's called a crime of passion. And What's you're that? allowed to kill someone if they make you upset enough i think mm, i don't think i don't know if that's yeah that it's but it's you know husband and wife or common law which is a lot more common in france because of their religious views no. is that if your husband or wife or no. child uh upsets you you are legally allowed depending on you know the documentation that you have of them uh to kill them i don't think that's true brent We'll look it up later. So, okay, here's our next question. A female employee spends a great deal of time in my husband's office. I'll call her Sally. Although Sally is married and has children, my husband has gone to her home several times to assist her with setting up her computer. Never a good sign. Uh, last week, we were all having lunch and Sally sat across from my husband and I noticed that her foot was touching his leg. Uh, when I left work one evening, I forgot something and had to return to my office. My husband was in Sally's office and I overheard him telling her not to sit next to him at lunch because I was jealous. I must work with this woman daily. I am her supervisor. All the strange comments she has made in the past seem to indicate that there is more than just friendship between her and my husband. I definitely think this one uh, is clear that, you know, you should just break up. The situation is, I don't really even understand. You all work together. Yeah, that's weird. It sounds like some sort of, I don't know, family balloon company or something. Um, some sort of aluminum siding or something like that. And it sounds like you're all just kind of, you know, playing off of each other at this point, sort of feeding, you know, feeding mm -hmm. into this jealousy and, and this, this sort of sexual energy, uh, this, this is the, that, you know, people crave a lot of women are craving, you know, this energy mm -hmm. and to sort yeah. of just the, the women are sort of probably in on it together. And they're like, how can we torture this guy, Aww. you know, and then we'll, get the balloon company in the will oh then then the this wife needs to watch out she's gonna get killed you think so well he's gonna want to be with this new woman and he's gonna kill her to get I, okay so there was this there was this case <laughs> where these detectives okay. are investigating the shooting of this guy who's walking home and he's in this parking garage and he's with his kid uh -huh. and he's gonna celebrate her eight uh, his eight-year-old daughter's birthday with his wife and then he then they saw that it was actually a professional hitman and the 
the wife, her ex-mother-in-law was the one to put out the hit because this, that her, this woman's ex-husband was, um, died like five years before. So this kid is, is her, is from her first husband and her second husband was best friends with her first husband. And he was on the, um, uh, hunting trip or rock climbing or something where the, mm-hmm. where the first husband died. And then she mm-hmm. in, it's revealed later that that second husband was killed the first husband to be with the wife. And, um, Oh my God, this is an episode of Law and Order. I'm so sorry. Okay. So what do you think that uh, the woman should do in this situation? That was a real long walk to nowhere. Uh, we're burning tape here. Um, I, so what's your opinion of this relationship advice and tips and tricks? Yeah, break up. Okay. So just let me go from here. Boston Pizza Express has given us a lot of, um, well, not money, but in the form of money, the access to the space and the and the express uh, pedway that they are hoping to put their location into in East Vancouver. Uh, so the idea is that, you know, they're in between suspended between two towers and people are coming through and they're sort of like passing them burgers, passing them fries, uh, shakes, um, Wait, chilies. how do you get up there? Well, so you have to have access through the building to begin. It's not, you know, and it's a it's an interesting uh, business model. They're in between two apartment buildings. So you have to live in one of the buildings to get to this Boston Pizza Express. So how are people going to get inside for the event? I am going to be, st- that's why they have to show up on time because I'm going to be at the door. Okay, so the event starts at 530 so I'm going to be standing at the door from 5 to 5.25. And I'm going to have the door propped open for three-minute intervals because that's how long the door can stay open before the buzzer comes. So you have to be there. Otherwise, you cannot get into this building. They are going to call the cops on you. And that's just one of the things Boston Pizza Express has been very gracious with donating the space that they have and boxes for me to stand on and to use for seats as well. I mean, but before they were going to actually give you access to a regular space, this seems just kind of like, like a hallway. Well, that's why it's a really interesting business model. And I think that they're going to take off at uh, Pedways across probably, you know, this area of the city, hopefully. And so we're capping the event off just on the new capacity at um, uh, 60 people. So it's going to be hopefully... 20 or 30 women and 20 or 30 men. I mean, hopefully it's a bit more even. Right. But every, I mean, everyone is welcome. Uh, Yeah. Depending like when you submit your profile, you, you are going to, you know, be attaching a headshot and just some details. And we're just going to see like the quality of people that we get attractiveness wise. And depending on, you know, if they're really good looking or maybe probably, you know, a bit less, we're going to have to make some, you know, some decisions there. Uh, based on just who's going to come to the event because uh, it's not fair either way like if you're a really ugly person and you come and everyone's really good looking you're going to be upset and sure you're yeah. going to be able to enjoy the boston pizza express chili there that's uh available hot dogs chowders i think what about pizza no they're not legally able to sell a pizza just due to the naming disputes um 
So Boston Boston Pizza is not affiliated with Boston Pizza Express. I just really want to stress that at this point. Not they have nothing to do with this business. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But if you like dating and you like chowder, clam chowder and hot dogs, you know, you dip dip a hot dog in that clam chowder Fries. and uh and uh meet some new people. Uh we're going to be there. That's 5 weeks away. I'm very excited. Yeah, me too. Tweet what you want me to wear. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I can send you that if you want. I could just text it to you as well. Well, no, I mean like maybe people could tweet in. Like a I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that. No, I don't know about that. Christine, actually, I think that you're going to be wanting to wear, you know, like a pantsuit or something. Maybe, uh, maybe, a sh- um, maybe a suit. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, so that's another episode of Expert Tips and Tricks, Dating dating Tips and... What the hell is it called? Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. And I'm Brent Constantine, and Christine Bordelin was my guest Hi. this week. So join us again next time, and uh, may, may your hearts uh, be full. May your hearts be full. <laughs>